Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, September 27th, and we have completed week 38 of 2021. I have a request to all the listeners this week, and I would like to ask you for your vote. The 14th annual Beat Live event is scheduled to be held in New York City on December 7th. The Beat takes written entries by those who are interested in delivering the keynote address at this conference. I have submitted mine on the topic of business travel enablement. Now, all the readers and listeners get to vote on the topic, and the topic that gets the most votes has the ability to be selected. It is already an honor to be mentioned with many of the best, but I really believe in the cause in that we have to do things differently if we want business travel to return. And this is where you come in. By going to businesstravel360.com, you can read what I submitted and cast your vote. I hope that you will agree with me about what I wrote and will vote for my entry. The deadline for your vote is this Friday, October 1st. So be sure to do it as soon as you can. And I appreciate you doing so. Thank you very much. Now let's get to the headlines. The United States Department of Justice this week filed a lawsuit in an attempt to block the partnership formed by American Airlines and JetBlue. The partnership, which has already been approved by the DOT, would have given the two airlines code-share rights on flights in the New York and Boston areas. American would have its code added to more than 10 JetBlue routes, while JetBlue would have done the same on 60 American Airlines routes. According to the DOJ, the partnership will go too far in eliminating competition in New York and Boston and would deter the two from competing against each other in other parts of the country. Both airlines have promised to fight the DOJ in court in order to move ahead with the partnership. United Airlines has been fined for 25 excessive tarmac delays and has agreed to pay a total of $1.9 million in civil penalty fines over the failure to adhere to the DOT's policy around tarmac delays. Specifically, airlines have to develop plans to give passengers the option to deplane when there are extended delays. Planes can't remain on the tarmac for more than three hours on domestic flights or four hours on international flights. An investigation determined that between the years 2015 and 2019, United Airlines had 25 flights with lengthy tarmac delays, impacting a total of 3,218 passengers. An Amtrak train traveling from Chicago to the Pacific Northwest derailed in a remote part of Montana on Saturday afternoon, killing three people and hospitalizing five others. Eight cars from Amtrak's Empire Builder train headed westbound to Seattle-Portland, derailed at around 4 p.m. near Joplin, Montana, a town around 30 miles south of the Canadian border. The train consisted of two locomotives and 10 cars and had about 141 passengers and 16 crew members on board. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. A majority of Americans favor proof of vaccination requirement for a collection of travel and hospitality activities, including air travel, hotel stays, dining in restaurants, and attending large events. This is according to a Gallup poll conducted in August. Sentiment among poll participants has shifted, particularly regarding hotel stays and restaurant dining, since Gallup began conducting the survey in April. Overall, the August poll showed 61% of Americans favor a vaccine mandate to air travel, representing a 4% shift since April when Gallup first conducted the inquiry. 
United Airlines says that more than 97% of its U.S.-based employees are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 now that there is less than one week before a deadline to get the shots. The airline on Wednesday said that the new figure does not include a small number of employees who are seeking a medical or a religious exemption from the vaccine. Vaccine requirements work, United Airlines said in a memo to employees. San Francisco International Airport has announced that each tenant and on-site contractor must immediately require all on-site personnel to be fully vaccinated. On-site personnel includes anybody whose primary duties are performed on airport property and or require an airport ID badge to perform activities. As it's described, the new policy is being introduced because the airport is preparing for business to return to pre-pandemic levels and the airport has the obligation to assure it's safe for the traveling public and individuals that work there. By October 1st, tenants and contractors will have to share with the airport the number of fully vaccinated on-site personnel and the number of partially vaccinated on-site personnel. By December 1st, all on-site personnel must either be fully vaccinated or have an exemption. The United States said it will extend its restrictions of its land borders with Canada and Mexico that bar non-essential travel such as tourism by foreigners. This is despite Ottawa's decision to open its border to vaccinated Americans. Canada on August 9th began allowing fully vaccinated U.S. visitors for non-essential travel. The United States has continued to extend the extraordinary restrictions on Canada and Mexico on a monthly basis since March 2020. The latest monthly extension goes through October 21st. More than 50% of Australia's population has now received two doses of the COVID-19 vaccine, unveiling the milestone achievement which sees Australia inching closer to that magical 80% reopening mark laid out in the National Cabinet Plan. The latest figures also indicate 75% of Australians have had their first dose, meaning that the red line where the removal of travel restrictions has been promised is within sight. And now I'd like to share with all of you my experiences with National Rent-A-Car. I really believe that National Rent-A-Car is the best of both worlds. As a business traveler, I always want to be able to book whatever car I want and drive whatever car I need at that moment in that city, depending on where I'm going and what I need to get done. From a company standpoint, the company always wants to spend the least amount of money as possible. With National Rent-A-Car, you can actually book a mid-sized car and allow your traveler to take any car off the lot. That is the most perfect situation that you can ever have. And you'll save money doing it and keeping your travel happy. So make sure you use them and make sure you use them all the time. Twenty twenty one will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. American Airlines said that it plans to invest two hundred million dollars in Brazil's goal as the two airlines strengthen their existing partnership. The investment, which is subject to regulatory approval and other closing conditions, would give American Airlines a five point two percent stake in Goal as well as a seat on the airline's board. American Airlines and Goal have partnered since early 2020. American currently puts its code on Goal flights, and Goal places its code on American Airlines flights. Under the strengthened partnership, American will become Goal's exclusive code share partner in the U.S., and Goal will become American's exclusive code share partner in Brazil. American Airlines has now decided to outsource its curbside baggage check-in to a vendor called Bags Inc. This is offered for domestic travel only. There is no curbside check-in offered for international, and the service now costs $3 per bag to check, excluding tip. Microsoft and hotel company Oyo Homes have entered into a multi-year strategic alliance to co-develop their next-gen travel and hospitality products and technologies. The announcement comes less than a month after Microsoft invested $5 million in Oyo. Oyo will use Microsoft Azure for its cloud-based needs and innovations, which will be geared towards those who operate small and medium hotels and home storefronts.
As part of the partnership, OYO will develop smart room experiences for travelers on the OYO platform using Microsoft Azure's Internet of Things functionality, according to the companies. Small and mid-sized enterprise-focused travel management provider Lola has decided to close its doors. This is according to a notice on their website citing that new things are going to come for the company, which less than three years ago made a major splash by inking an exclusive partnership with American Express Global Business Travel. With Lola seizing operations, at least for now, its corporate clientele has been transitioned to American Express GBT's Neo One solution. Originally planned in the UK last year, Neo One expanded to the US in July. Lola was launched in 2016 by Kayak co-founder English. Lola garnered significant attention in its early years, racking more than $80 million in investment funding, along with the landmark American Express partnership. And now in news related to the return to travel. Anchorage-based startup Northern Pacific Airways has acquired six Boeing 757 planes. The airline has said that it plans to fly from Anchorage's airport to destinations in the U.S. and East Asia. Possible destinations include Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seoul, and Tokyo. The airline hopes to launch in the summer of 2022. The United States is expected to open up its borders for travelers from the European Union and the U.K. starting in November. According to multiple reports, along with statements from the White House's COVID-19 team, the U.S. expects to reopen to vaccinated travelers in early November with proof of vaccination required in order to board planes into the U.S. The long-awaited announcement will allow those travelers to fly again to the U.S. and avoid quarantines as long as they're fully vaccinated and provide proof of a negative COVID-19 test taken within three days of travel. British Airways, Latam Airways, Lufthansa, Swiss, and Virgin Atlantic are among the growing number of airlines seeing a surge in U.S. bookings since the Biden administration said Monday that it will ease entry restrictions for vaccinated travelers from November. Latam is latest to report an eye-popping number. Bookings for flights between Brazil and U.S. jumped 350% in the 24 hours after the announcement compared with the day before. Most eyes, however, are focused on the return of European holiday-goers who have effectively been blocked from the U.S. since March 2020. British Airways and Virgin both saw a triple-digit bookings increase, Virgin up to 600% overnight after the announcement. Lufthansa said that bookings between the U.S. and Europe have jumped 40% from the previous week, following that same declaration. The removal of travel restrictions to the U.S. is not only a major step out of the crisis for our airlines, but is also terrific news for the transatlantic partnership. The German airline currently operates more than 200 weekly connections to 17 destinations in the U.S. Citizens from the European Union will be obligated to present a valid passport when arriving at the ports of entry in the U.K. starting October 1st. According to U.K. authorities, travelers from territories mentioned will no longer be permitted to enter the country by presenting only their national ID cards. Those who hold a valid permit under the Frontier Worker Permit Scheme, as well as those who will be permitted to receive planned health care in Britain under the S2 arrangement, will also not be obliged to show a passport. Citizens of Ireland are also exempt from the new rule. United Airlines has said it will automatically display flight credits as a payment option during the checkout process. The new functionality goes into effect for Mileage Plus members this week. The airline said it's working to roll it out for all customers who hold flight credits in the near future. Unlike most airlines where travel credits are difficult to use, at United Airlines we're doing something different. This is according to Chief Customer Officer Toby Enquist. Credits can be used for bookings on United Airlines partners via the United app or united.com. United also said it will begin allowing customers to use travel credits to prepay for bag fees and buy seats with extra legroom. And now in some technology news. 
Corporate travel startup Spotnana has just emerged from stealth mode with the backing of some major industry players, and the company is touting equal major plans to shake up the sector. Spotnana can act as a full travel management company for direct corporate clients, but is also offering its technology platform to support the operations of other TMCs and suppliers in an arrangement the company likened to acting as the Amazon Web Services for the corporate travel industry. Among the bold-faced names involved in the Bay Area headquartered venture are Concur co-founder Steve Singh, who serves as Spotnana chairman and is an investor in the company along with veteran corporate travel innovator Johnny Thorson as the role of vice president of partnerships. Flight Center Travel Group's corporate travel brand this week launched a new booking, travel management, and mobile platform geared towards small and mid-sized companies. With its launch broadcast months ago, the new system called Melon has already gone live with some U.S. clients and this week officially launched in the U.S. and Canada to be followed in the coming months in other markets including the U.K., Australia, New Zealand, and South America. Finnair has announced that it will stop using legacy technology to sell tickets and ancillary air products by the end of 2025, moving instead to an all-NDC distribution model for agency channel sales. The move, according to the airline, is designed to ramp up pressure for change within the industry as NDC-supported distribution enables airlines to offer more personalized products and fare bundles, which can then be sold via legacy airline distribution channel technologies. Finnair said it believes that it is the first airline to commit to phasing out the legacy-supported distribution technology. Finnair also said it will halt the sale of Finnair Light Basic Economy products via these technologies beginning next July for the European market. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, 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 oh,